Seed to Sound, presented by Banks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Hey, seedlings, welcome back to Seed to Sound and our Meet the Company series featuring Native Roots. We're back with another Native Roots team member. Today's episode features Director of IT, Alex Bitts. Hey everyone, welcome back to Seed to Sound and our Meet the Company series featuring Native Roots. We're here today with Alex Bitts, Director of IT. Welcome, Alex. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. You know, as a tech guy, I'm usually behind the curtain, so it's nice to come in front of the curtain every <laughs> once in a while. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Native Roots and what your day-to-day looks like over there. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm the director of IT over at Native Roots. So Native Roots is Colorado's largest uh, cannabis dispensary operator. I've been with the company for three years now. Uh, feels like 10 years, to be honest, with so much going on there, uh, all compacted into three years. Uh, definitely a good thing and something I signed up for, for sure. Um, you know, I'm in charge of overseeing the architecture and implementation of all technical, operational, and business support systems at Native Roots. Um, and so essentially what that means is I have a 10-person team, and it's divided into essentially four quadrants. Um, so one of those quadrants is end-user support, so all the computer setup, the peripherals that go into the computers, uh, any virus issues issues that users have. Uh, We have an infrastructure support team as well that helps with all the servers, uh, the data on the servers, backing those up, all the Wi-Fi networks, super nerdy fun stuff there. Um, And then we have a technical development team as well who handles all the web development and application development uh, for Native Roots and our garden variety entity, soon to be. Um, And also, last but not least, uh, something close to my heart is our business, uh, business intelligence team. Um, so this is the team that handles all of the data and analytics within the company. So all the reporting and kind of the brain behind the company that kind of makes it function. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of uh, the lay of the land and I kind of oversee all of that. And really kind of the main big thing on top of all that really is that I'm focusing on is the maturation of technology being obviously in a new industry, um, working in a new company, which is three years now, um, just kind of maturing the technology that was already in place, but then evolving it to kind of sustain through, you know, not just two, three, four years, but, you know, 10, 15 years down the line. So very cool. So you're kind of the veins of the company that keeps everything running behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I try. <laughs> so yeah, I would try to be quiet because if you're, you know, you're heard in the company, I mean, something's wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your career evolution, how you first got involved in the cannabis industry. Yeah, absolutely. So I started uh, at the University of Colorado at Boulder, graduated from there and transitioned to level three communications as a web developer. Um, I soon found out that I wanted to do more than that. I I didn't want to be siloed in this one area of focus. I want to kind of expand what I thought were my strengths, uh, leading and developing and integrating with the business, um, as well as being technical on top of that. Um, So from level three communications, I kind of adapted and moved from there uh, and moved on to Quiznos Corporate. Uh, A lot of people think that I made subs for a living. I did not. (laughs) promise. Uh, But, uh, you know, I did a lot of different things. I wore a lot of different hats. I was there for nine years. Wow. Uh, It was quite a quite a while. Um, And so it was a big transition in my next role. You know, Quiznos was kind of going downhill a little bit. And so I decided, hey, how can I better myself and kind of move on to the next thing that will kind of help me and progress in my career? Um, That thing ended up being IT consulting. And so, uh, you know, it, it was an interesting path working with a lot of smart people there, learned a lot 
um, from them and, and on the job experience. It was a really great opportunity for me, to be honest. Um, and I worked with a gentleman by the name of Ryan Brown, who's actually our CEO now. And um, he transitioned to Native Roots out of RevGen Partners as a chief revenue officer. Um, and so he needed some smart people to kind of help him with the business intelligence, analytics, and data stuff within Native Roots. And, uh, you know, for me, it's a little uncomfortable moving from uh, consulting where everything is kind of just straight and narrow. You know what you're getting into. You practice what you say before you even go into a meeting, uh, you know, kind of a suit and tie approach to entering into the Native Roots world where it was a little bit more laid back, uh, but a ton of opportunity there to, to grow and expand things. And one of the things that intrigued me getting into the cannabis business really what I really liked about Quiznos is I helped that company grow essentially from 500 stores to 5,000 stores wow. um, internationally. And so being a part of that and seeing that evolution and kind of understanding that process, uh, especially from a technical perspective, I thought it really played well in this industry given that it's so new. And, and you know, Native Roots obviously is a big player, but there's still a lot of maturation that needed to be done there and needs to be done there. So uh, for me, it was really exciting to get into that space and kind of lend my knowledge that I learned previously and adapt and, and apply that within the cannabis space. Absolutely. And data, data and analytics are so important for any technology-based company. So to be able to transfer all of those skills and all of these great experiences that you had at Quiznos for nine years mm -hmm. to Native Roots, I'm sure was a huge, huge asset for them. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think so. Um, you know, and that's one of kind of the myths uh, about about the industry is like, oh, you know, there's not a whole lot of business practices in, in this new cannabis industry that are applied there where, you know, within agriculture and, and horticulture and education that they use there and all these other industries. Um, it's actually not true. I mean, it, it's very mature and all the same business processes and the same types of people are in place uh, in, in the cannabis industry. And, and that's that was really interesting for me, you know, on, on the first day of, of interviewing, I didn't really know what to expect. I, you know, I was like, holy cow, this is this is a crazy opportunity. Um, I don't know if they're in the back alley, dark alley, uh, <laughs> in a dark room selling drugs. And how am I going to fit into that? Um, it was you know, completely different than my expectation of it uh, and going in and, and it's a very professional environment. And so to be able to enter into that where I had that experience before was great. Absolutely. Now pushing the data stuff to the side for a minute, how many hoagies did you consume while working for Quiznos <laughs> or subs? I'm sorry, West Coast subs. Yeah. Subs, hoagies, either way. Uh, quite a few, quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> As I would <laughs> I hope. a big sandwich guy. Yeah. <laughs> So tell us a little more about the role of compliance as it relates to technology at Native Roots. Yeah, sure. So compliance is a really big deal for Native Roots. Um, essentially, it's the heartbeat of our company, and we take it really seriously. Uh, we have a really large compliance team that deals with a lot of things within our growth, within our production, within our retail space, um, just ensuring that we are compliant. Uh, if we're not compliant, obviously, there's big uh, things that can happen to us as a company, and so being enabling them and helping them, uh, the compliance team, kind of manufacture their job and help them along is kind of one of the goals within the tech department as well. And so we do that in a number of different ways. Um, so one being that metric is the state regulation uh, system that we are, state compliance system that we have to use, uh, both from a grow perspective and managing all the inventory going through the process and then at the retail stores as well. Um, what's really cool about what we've done at Native Roots, we're actually the first retail integrator um, that's integrated with their API system. Oh, wow. And so that allows us to actually pull into their system, pull data out of the system and report on it and give our compliance team the tools that they need um, on a real-time basis. And so 
that's really empowering because it, it's hard to essentially wait for metric to kind of do what you need sometimes. And so it's nice to be able to say, okay, well, I have the data. What do you need from a compliance perspective to help us as native roots? And so we do a lot of that sort of stuff. Um, with metric and then we have other tools and reports and data collection processes in place that we've collected um, to help our compliance team uh, uh, kind of get along and do their jobs effectively um, and lastly I guess I would just mention uh, just choos choosing uh, technology systems is a really big deal one of the first things I always ask is you know do you integrate with metric are you compliant if you're not compliant how do you get there what does that mean um, you know we're in Colorado now but if as we explore other opportunities in other states and other provinces in Canada we have to adapt, right? We can't just say this is what we want. We have to adapt to their regulations. And so that's a really big deal, just choosing the technology that really fits in that space to ensure that we have the best success. Absolutely. And for our listeners who are not familiar with METRIC, that is an acronym for the Marijuana Enforcement Tracking Reporting Compliance, which is essentially the system that every single cannabis company is held to to track cannabis plants from seed to sale, quite literally from when they are seed to when the products are sold on the shelves. Yeah, you said it much better than I did. Thank you. <laughs> so what is the biggest professional challenge that you have faced thus far? Um, so a lot of challenges throughout my growth. Um, really for me, mainly um, to quote Shannon Sharp, the football player, sorry, I'm a football guy, um, you know, getting comfortable being uncomfortable is a, is a really big deal for me. So putting your space, putting you in a space to grow um, in order to do that, I feel like you have to get a little bit uncomfortable, right? So I feel like a lot of times people come into their jobs, they feel really comfortable where they are. Um, and then in order to get out of that, in order to grow, in order to progress as a human being, you kind of have to enter in the stage of fear. Um, and then from there we learn and then we grow. And so, you know, really in a lot of different ways, coming into RevGen Partners, my, my prior company, being a consultant, uh, it was a big leap for me. It was hard after being at Quiznos for nine years. That's a long time. I knew what I was getting into at Quiznos. I knew exactly what I was doing. I walked in the door. It was comfortable, right? I could close my eyes, walk in, and I could get the job done. Um, and that was awesome. That's a good feeling. But personally, I wanted to grow. I'm not one to kind of sit back and just kind of wait, thing, wait for things to come to me. And so, uh, you know, just kind of exploring new opportunities and pushing myself forward in that regard into, um, into uh, RevGen Partners, uh, you know, who has an unbelievable amount of talent, unbelievable amount of smart people doing some crazy things um, within uh, many different industries. And so just kind of getting in there and exploring that and getting a little uncomfortable to grow was a big deal. And then taking the next leap after that and getting to the cannabis space, which personally I had no idea what that meant at all, to be honest. Um, and so, you know, I know it was a great opportunity for me, but uh, I wanted to push the bounds and, and help something grow from the ground up. And uh, so I got a little bit uncomfortable there. And uh, so that, that was, that's definitely challenging, but I think uh, it's a welcome challenge as well. Um, within Native Roots specifically, a lot of it is change management, right? So we're new and we have... We had systems in place when I came in. A lot of them were proprietary that we created and very immature from a technological perspective. And so, you know, people were used to that. I come into work, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know how to do it. Processes were already set. People were comfortable. But in order for the company to grow and in order for us to keep up with the, the industry and expand the industry, we need to push that. And so creating that change management to say, hey, you know, we need these systems. We need these processes in place. Um, it's, it's always a challenge convincing people that this is always the right move. Um, and, and it's a conversation and working through it. But, yeah, that for me, that, that, that's a challenge. Uh, I know uh, what I feel is the right way to go, but um, you don't always have everyone in the, in the same mindset, so you have to get them there. 
Yeah, definitely. And I couldn't agree more with what you said about earlier. I think that the ability to be flexible in this space is so critical. One of the first things that I had to learn here, that this is also my first job in cannabis being at Vangst. And it's it's critical. You literally will not survive in the cannabis <laughs> industry if you cannot be flexible. Absolutely. Facts. Yeah. So in an alternate universe, if you were not at Native Roots and had to change careers for one year, what would you do? I would be a professor. Um, it's pretty easy for me to say that as well. I've always wanted to be a professor. Um, so I've done some teaching in my past. Uh, we have a 501c3 nonprofit uh, with my family where I've had the great opportunity to help mentor and teach uh, our youth. And for me, it's super rewarding, right? I feel like I've been very blessed from my family giving me great opportunities, putting me in the right positions, and setting me up for success. I've had good mentors, good leaders. Um, and I think I've learned a lot through all the roles and the, the companies that I've been through. And so for me, giving back uh, is meaningful. Um, I think being in the cannabis space is meaningful for, for me. For me. Uh, being in a sub space wasn't so much meaningful. I know people have to eat, uh, but, it, <laughs> it, but it, was, it was a little bit harder to, to wake up and understand like, uh, this is, this is, I'm doing good here. Um, the cannabis space, I do truly feel that as a professor, I would also feel that as well. Um, I think there's some opportunities to tackle just going through the education system I, myself. And so I'd like to be a part of that and kind of change some things and, and, and help students progress. That's amazing. Very nice. I love that. <laughs> so you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier with uh, myths in the cannabis space, right. but what is the biggest myth about cannabis or the industry itself that you would like to dispel? Sure. Um, yeah. So the biggest thing for me, and it was kind of the, the big myth that I had going into this before I had my interview uh, with Native Roots, is that we're all lazy stoners. Um, I think that could be couldn't be further from the truth, to be honest. Um, I think if you're lazy in this industry, they're going to have a really hard time working in cannabis. It's moving so fast. There's so many things going on. Uh, you really have to be on top of your game, um, you know, and, and we're doing something pretty, pretty incredible. And in order, in order to get there and, and keep pushing forward, especially as we become federally legal, cross our fingers, um, you know, we can't be lazy and it's, it's nearly impossible. And so, um, you know, through the people that I hire personally and through the solutions that we choose, we're seeing that, you know, these myths are, they're becoming debunked. Uh, we're doing our best to do that. I think, uh, from a technological perspective, it's a little bit harder influence, influencing customers. Um, but internally I can do that. And these conversations I'm having with people outside of the cannabis industry, um, I think are meaningful. And I think people are starting to realize like, wow, you know, you're using the same tools I'm using at my fortune 500 company. Awesome. Well, how are you doing that? You know, when you're getting those type of questions, people understand how oh, they really know their stuff. They're not just sitting in a dark room, smoking <laughs> pot as lazy <Exactly>. stoners. <laughs> So what advice do you have for cannabis job seekers out there from a similar background to you in IT who are trying to get into the industry? Yeah. So, you know, as I've mentioned, my background is really diverse and I didn't come from cannabis and it, and it was scary for me to jump into this. I thought it was, I thought it was a risk. Um, after being here for three years, which still feels like 10, um, I, I do feel like that risk was 100% worth it. I feel like we're on the precipice of creating something really beautiful and meaningful um, that helps a lot of people. And, you know, it's challenging and, and we still have a ton of growth. And so with that, um, if you're coming in this industry, especially in the tech space, if you're not comfortable with constant change and constant redirection, um, it's probably very hard for you. You have to understand that we are moving fast. We are pushing the boundaries and, uh, you know, 
yeah, we're creating a new industry from the ground up. Like I like to tell people, you know, we're kind of like a startup on steroids. Um, <laughs> we have, you know, so many stores and this amazing grow and, and all these things in place and great people. Um, but we're still growing like crazy. We have so much work to do. And so if you're looking for the space to enter to kind of just hang out and have a job, I'm not quite sure this is it, to be honest. Um, and I, I don't think we need that. I think we need people kind of pushing the boundaries here. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Alex, thank you so much for being with us today. It was truly a pleasure. And we really appreciate you sharing your insight on IT and technology in the cannabis industry. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Seed to Sound, presented by Vangst, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Produced by Hannah Holmgren and Catherine Jamiro. Music by Tyson Weigel. For more information, visit www.blog.vangst.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Canachix Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.